0: well, isn't this simply lovely? The icy river water rushed into the carriage, sweeping Miss Calliope Worthington from her seat and crashing her into the tilting ceiling of the contraption before towing her out through the opposite door. Gasping at the shocking chill of the water, she choked on froth and mud and terror. The river tore one of her shoes from her dangling feet, Callie closed her eyes as she clung desperately to the leather hand loop that had dangled annoyingly over her head for the entire journey from her home in London to this dark, flooded Cotswolds Bridge. The other hand was fisted into the back of the coat of her mother, Iris, who had both arms wrapped around Callie's stout, unconscious father, Archie. Callie threw back her head and screamed for her brother. "'Dade!' At last the grand house loomed up in the dark before them, the fine Cotswold's limestone seeming to glow in the moonlight. No one answered the booming summons as they pounded on the vast oak door. Calliope helped her brother Daedalus ease their father's unconscious body through the unlocked portal and through the dark, chill house where Mama followed, toting the single small bag they'd managed to recover. No one interrupted their progress through the entrance hall to a small salon. As Calliope helped her mother clear the dust covers from a pair of sofas, her heart leaped in relief as her father began to mutter fretfully as he rose to awareness. Dade turned to her. Callie, I should go help Morgan with the horses. The team, elderly and panicked and quite unused to being swept off bridges by icy snowmelt, had managed to entangle themselves thoroughly in their broken harness. Morgan, the Worthington's driver and general manservant, had elected to stay behind on the riverbank until the horses had calmed. Callie helped Dade bundle up against the chill, though they had nothing dry but a few musty lap rugs found folded up within the window seat. For herself, she turned a dust cover into something of a toga and hung her dress to dry by the hearth. Then she bent to make a fire by use of the tinder box on the mantel. Once Dade had left and Mama had subsided onto the opposite sofa, gazing worriedly at her husband, Callie had a moment to truly examine her surroundings. It was a very fine house, grand even, although one could hardly apply such a word to such terrible housekeeping. Really, some people had no respect for their things. Mama? but Mama had drifted off, soothed by the fire and her husband's even snoring. Calliope brushed a lock of silvering hair from her sleeping mother's brow, then tugged her makeshift canvas wrapper more tightly about herself. Her gown still dripped on the hearth, like her mother's and several items of her father's. Mama and Papa slept like exhausted children on the paired sofas, now slanted toward the glowing coals heaped in the hearth. If she liked... Calliope could join them in rest, curling up upon a thick, albeit dusty rug before the welcome heat. Or she could satisfy her curiosity as she searched the house for something better for them all. First, small candlestick in hand, she found the kitchens, situated where most kitchens were, below stairs in the rear of the fine house. She blinked in surprise at the wealth of hung meat and cheese stored in the vast larder, Baskets of root vegetables sat below the stocked shelves. All things that would keep, to be sure, but why so much in a house where no one had apparently resided for years?'